This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This is the Love That Album Compilation Edition, covering soundtracks, tribute albums, best ofs, box sets, and more. I'm a punk rock punk. So note to self, take notes. At some point during the 1990s, I recall watching MTV. Yes, once upon a time I did that. I should stop and introduce myself. This is Eric Reanimator, and this is another edition of the Love That Album Compilation Edition. This time I'm going to be talking about some soundtracks. Some soundtracks I bought at thrift shops. Uh, People are dumping their compact discs, at least here in the States. So you can find a lot of stuff for fairly cheap. So there's no reason not to check some stuff out that maybe slipped through the cracks before. At any rate, I was watching MTV, and Kurt Loder, the host of MTV News, said something about living in hyper-poppy times. Now, this was probably around 97, 98. This is Spice Girls and NSYNC and Backstreet Boys and all of those things that real rock and rollers are supposed to hate. That sneering, snide... That's manufactured or that's cliched. Look down your nose at the pop music that the kids are listening to. You might as well be shouting, get off my lawn. But he was right. We were headed into hyper-poppy times for a whole bunch of reasons. Telecom Act of 96, MTV moving away from playing music. The homogenization of radio. Boomer-controlled record industry that was more interested in profits than balancing profits with art. All of those kinds of things things I usually rail about when I'm talking about the failure of the high-energy rock and roll scene of the late 90s to take off, for even three bands to become a household name from that scene. At any rate, we're going to focus now on is the pop. 
because sneering as we can be about the pop, we have to face the fact that no matter how it got into our ear holes, there was some good stuff out there. And there was some knowing stuff out there. And there was some interesting stuff out there. And what I'm hopefully going to show is examples from two soundtracks that I have picked up. Both from movies about bands, or about people in bands. And then I got a special thing at the end. But let's listen to some more tunes. And the cats, long tails and ears for hats, guitars and Marshall stacks, hot, sweet, super cool, don't I know these titties rule? have not yet guessed this is the music from the film Josie and the Pussycats which was not a great success upon its release but the album did sell pretty well that is Kate Hanley from the band Letters to Cleo providing the vocals for Josie the theme song is what we started this batch of tunes with followed by a cover of Wild One which is best known for the original recording by Jerry Lee Lewis, but has later been recorded by people such as Iggy Pop and Joan Jett, kind of tying the music into the music of the 1950s there. This, as far as hyper-pop goes, maybe that's a little bit of a stretch. This is definitely more poppy alternative, poppy punk, poppy folk rock, 90s stuff, but there's certainly a pop sheen to it. This came out in 2001. If you have yet to see the movie, it has become a cult classic in its own right, and it's a pretty vicious skewering of the music industry and those in it and their motivations for pushing artists. Should happen upon it, it's well worth a watch. One of the running jokes in the movie is a boy band. So of course they had to have some mock boy band tracks on the soundtrack. So let's check one out. Oh, so smooth and white. Leave the light on 
That sounds pretty smooth and overproduced, and the lyrics definitely have a double entendre. And let me just say that my reading of this song is not making fun of people being gay. It is pointing out that potentially there are gay men singing this song, and the young girls who are their fans don't necessarily understand what is being said. Maybe much in the same way that Judas Priest was singing about gay male love and their rabid fans had no idea. Back to the juxtaposition of pop music on the soundtrack. To me what it is saying is that we are going from the pop end of the alternative revolution to this mass-produced boy band warmed over disco that's being marketed as R&B, which is not something that is my flavor. This song in particular, you know, there's another song by this group on the soundtrack. It doesn't bother me. I don't know that I want to listen to a whole album of it. At the same time, it doesn't really bother me. I'm an adult. I have the music that I like. If this is what the youth at the time are into, hey, great for them. They've very much become a believer that I don't need them to repeat what I liked. When I don't need to approve of or understand or be down with. There you go with my 90s vernacular. Down with whatever they like. It's, it's a matter of culture moves along, times move along, things change. One of the things that I've become a big fan of recently is the React channel on YouTube, which is part of the Fine Brothers Entertainment Network. They've got about four channels now, three or four channels. And they do a lot of these shows that our kids react, adults react, elders react, where they have them react to a TV show or music or books. I haven't seen books yet, actually. I, I want to see books. Guys, if you're listening, books. At any rate, they have them react to cultural ephemera from different eras. They play games that are Do They Know It, where they'll play a clip from a movie or music. And one of the things I, I like about it is it, it's trying to expose people to, to things that are from different generations, but also trying to see if people that grew up in a certain era remember things. And one of the Fine Brothers has said on camera multiple times that, that this whole thing is about people expressing opinions and over time seeing how those opinions change and seeing how some things are acceptable at a certain time and how they're not at other times. I think it's valuable to remember that everything changes, everything moves along, everything evolves or devolves, and that what, what was once edgy and obnoxious becomes part of the cultural consciousness. I do think it's also important to remember that there's got to be a gateway for young people to become interested in music and sounds. And oftentimes that's pop music, what's in the movie, what's on the radio. Wait, I just showed my age there. What's on YouTube, what people are talking about, what people are listening to on Spotify. And if that pop song that sounds like a boy band gets them to pick up the soundtrack and they want to learn more about the Josie and the Pussycats as far as bubblegum pop from the 1960s and 70s goes, great. If they get hooked on Wild Child and want to look up Jerry Lee Lewis or Iggy Pop, great. I, for one, am tired of talking about what's best and being the winner and number one. 
That kind of thinking leads to divisiveness, leads to closed minds, and leads to dividing people. Bottom line, it leads to division, and as a world, we need less of that. All right, so now I'm going to go to another soundtrack. I'll tell you what it is when we come back on the other side. So that's kind of poppy. It's also kind of folky. It's very produced. I can hear that. There's no auto-tune, though. I'll give it that. What is this you're asking? A song called Turn Up the Music from a Disney film called Lemonade Mouth. So just hear me out here. This is the kind of thing that shows up on the Disney Channel and on Disney Radio and that young people find and hear. It's a movie about a group of kids that form a band. I don't care what movie it is. The one where the group of kids form a band is never bad in my book. Sure, it's not. We Are the Best or Shinara Kungen or Rock and Roll Never Dies, but hey, not all of us live in Sweden and Finland. Any movie that gets kids to pick up an instrument to express their emotions, to find friends, to find out what matters to them, to make a noise. I'm okay with even if it's not for me and in this case it's actually a little bit for me I kind of enjoy it on a cheesy level once again I don't feel the need to be snobby about it but the soundtrack is definitely poppy and definitely filled with some music that I don't really care for but at the same time there are some things that are catchy and fun and bouncy and I can see being a great gateway for young people into music to find something that appeals to them that hooks them Maybe some tunes like these. Can you see me? Cause I'm right here. Can you listen? Cause I've been trying to make you notice what it would mean to me to feel like somebody. We've been on our way to nowhere, trying so hard. Well, always 
things about I wanna cry, I can't deny Tonight I wanna up and hide And get inside, it isn't right I gotta live in my life I know I, I know I, I know I gotta do it I know I, I know I, I know I gotta do it So maybe all this isn't quite as poppy as I had promised. That's probably a good thing. And maybe that's a lesson to be learned, that preconceived notions can lead us astray. Do I actually like some of this music? Yes, I do. Do I like to play it in the car? Yes. It has kind of an epic feel, a uh, classic rock feel, if you will. It has a Jim Steinman kind of quality, which I dig. That kind of light opera rock anthemic feel. All right, if you've listened this long, thank you. And we're going to do a short little thing and get on out of here. And I'm going to talk about something completely different from these soundtracks. It's off another soundtrack from a 1994 film that had a big hit song from Madonna. Here's the well-known track that I discovered watching the film. I'm sure many of you listening will know this one. That is, in fact, She Sells Sanctuary by The Cult. So I was watching the documentary, I Am Now, The Story of Mud Honey, which is streaming in the States here, at least. And they happened to mention the song that they wrote for this soundtrack. They, of course, have been on the single soundtrack and a couple of others, and, you know, collecting some paychecks, writing songs for films. And they were asked to write a song for this film, it's for a scene where a guy is running across campus. And so the song they wrote was this. It's called Run, Shithead, Run.
you know anything about Mud Honey, you know that they were the George Raft of the grunge scene, meaning they blew the opportunities more than anybody else. That said, I kind of dig this song. I, I dig that organ. It's got kind of a nice loungy feel to it. The soundtrack's pretty decent. Uh, the Madonna song's called I'll Remember. It was a big hit. You got um, Belly. You got Candlebox. You got The Pretenders. Uh, and they're covering Bob Dylan, Forever Young. You've got, uh, what else? Uh, Lindsey Buckingham, Lyle Lovett. Duran Duran doing a song called Thank You, which is credited to, I'm not familiar with these guys, um, Mr. Robert Plant and Jimmy Page. I think I heard about Page. He did some nasty stuff during the 70s, I think. At any rate, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, hopefully this has been enjoyable and not too whatever. Uh, I think the reason I felt compelled to do this whole episode was... We live in a world that I'm seeing a lot more conflict in, a lot more divisiveness than I've ever seen in my lifetime. And sometimes it's about big, important issues like religion and politics. And sometimes it's about issues like taste. Hey, let people like what they like. We don't all have to agree on what the best music was or the best band or who had the greatest orchestra or whatever. Be open-minded about this stuff, I guess, is my, my message. And, uh... And if for whatever reason this episode wasn't your thing, I'll try and do better next time. Everybody be good to each other out there, and we'll see you next month.